Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Some talk shows think all of their opinions are right. This one, this one knows they are. This is Perception is Reality. Christopher H. Bilbury is a no-nonsense, well, maybe a little bit of nonsense, political activist, local government watchdog, and all-around good Hoosier and God-fearing American citizen. Is this guy for real? Holding lawmakers accountable and educating citizens on the importance of participating in their local government with a dab of national and world politics and a little pop culture and maybe some real-life common sense. This, this is, is Perception is Reality. And this is Christopher H. Bilbrey. Rogers from the Emergency Operations Center. I wish I was reporting good news, but it seems far more grim these days. The message today is police yourself. We are activating portions of our emergency plans that I never thought would be in play. If you don't start policing yourselves now, much more strict government-imposed restrictions are coming for business and individuals alike. We are utilizing a website that is collecting anonymous data from your cell phones to see movement trending in Delaware County. The results are poor in my opinion, and we have to do better. In the last 48 hours, we have ordered more than 200 body bags and are resourcing refrigeration units as overflow morgues right here in Muncie, Delaware County. Well, all of that seems just a bit much. I mean, I understand that this is a problem, and you're not going to find anyone else that's taking this more seriously than I am. You're not going to find someone that's more alert, that's more prepared, that's more on the ball, and and concerned that there are folks that don't seem to be on the ball. Folks, I've been monitoring this, and I've been talking about this since the first patients in Wuhan, China, December 30th, December 31st, January 1st, since this first started becoming a story when everybody else was making fun of me because of my alert to this. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is episode 91 of Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. I am your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. That montage, and I say it that way, that was a montage. I don't want anybody to think that was just one speech that Jason Rogers gave. It clearly, clearly was not. I clipped a couple phrases, a couple thoughts out of three different press conferences or updates that Delaware County EMA Director Jason Rogers gave, and I put them together in that concise little intro there, and I'm very clear about this. Number one, I did not make Jason Rogers say anything different than what he intended. And we'll play it again here in a second so you can hear it again. But what you hear him say in each little thought is what he intended to get out. And that's what we're going to be focusing on. The thoughts were Jason Rogers' thoughts as he was trying to express to folks. I just cut out the bullshit in between so you would realize what he's saying here is pretty serious. 
But so you can verify what I'm telling you is correct, I will include in the summary of this podcast episode all three links to all three of the Jason Rogers updates so you can hear them as he intended, which is the same thing that you're hearing here. You're just not hearing it from start to finish. But you will be able to go back in the summary of this episode and click on link one, link two, and link three so that you can hear what he says start to finish so that you can understand and hear and see that I'm not manipulating anything to make anything more scary or more dramatic than what he himself is making it. What you hear here in this episode is what he has intended for you to hear. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. I am your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. This is Perception is Reality. I want to welcome you all to this 91st episode. Thank you for giving me a little bit of your time. We're going to be talking about some really important topics today. So I'm going to ask you, like I always do, please, please share the show with everyone you know. It's very important to get this information out to everyone so everybody can make an informed decision with all of this information and everybody can hopefully have as much understanding about what we are currently facing. Yes, with the virus, but with everything else that comes with the virus. So again, share the show with everyone you know. We can be found on all major podcast hosting sites, or you can find us simply by searching Bilbrey, B-I-L-B-R-E-Y, podcast. We can also be found on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bilbrey 318. All right, so what's, what's going on? We have this virus. We've been dealing with it for a while. Everybody's sheltering in place. The fight has been raging on for weeks for weeks with many different talk show hosts, many different commentators, and political pundits along with political figures. Should we be sheltering in place? Should we be on martial law? Should they be locking it all down? And listen, folks, I'm a germaphobe. I'm a kind of a hypochondriac, so I completely understand. I do not want this. I do not want anyone in my family to get it, and I do not want to give it to anyone in my family. That being said, I also understand freedom. I love freedom. I understand this is America. And so this is a debate. It is seriously something that we should be talking about. Now, everybody always hears the saying... You can't give up liberty for security because if you do that, you'll have neither. And I very much try to live life by that way. What I would hope would happen is that people would voluntarily stay inside. People would voluntarily be able to lay out of just going places. You know, it is what it is. They've shut the restaurants down. They've shut businesses down. You know, I get it. I think that these people are dealing with things just like the rest of us that they don't know. The problem is they have a little bit of power and they try to try to go above and beyond. I mean, what you've heard here from a county-level employee, keep in mind, Jason Rogers is a county-level employee. He's not a state figure. He's not from FEMA. He's not from the federal government. 
He's not from the state government. He is an appointed department head. He is the EMS director for a county in Indiana, Delaware County EMS director. He's also the Delaware County EMA director, the emergency management agency director for Delaware County. There are 91 other counties in Indiana who have people just like Jason. Now, I am in the process of reaching out to other counties, trying to find out what role in all of this their EMS directors are playing and what role the EMA directors are playing. Because it's my belief and my understanding that the EMA is supposed to act as a backup unit to the first responders, to fire, to police, to EMS. And in Delaware County, for some unknown reason, the EMA is calling the shots. You have the EMA director appearing as though he has more power, more authority than what I believe he actually has. And hearing what he's said here in these couple press conferences just make it seem as though he is overreaching a little bit. We'll go ahead and play that now. I'm Jason Rogers from the Emergency Operations Center. I wish I was reporting good news, but it seems far more grim these days. The message today is police yourself. Okay, all right. I understand what he's saying here, and I'm all right with it. Folks should police themselves. Folks shouldn't be policing others. Folks shouldn't be wanting the government to come in and Gestapo-like shut down this person or that person. It kind of has to fall on personal responsibility. And as I've always said, if you're taking your personal responsibility and using common sense, you should be all right. So I'm okay with that first little thought that he had there. Next clip. We are activating portions of our emergency plans that I never thought would be in play. He's probably correct there. He probably is seeing things that are happening that he never thought would happen. There are hundreds of thousands of folks out here that have believed that this type of stuff absolutely could happen. You have heard people talk about stuff like this for a very long time, and this is where it's up to the citizens to decide what they are okay with and what they're not okay with. And what you're getting ready to hear, I feel a lot of people are not okay with. Clip number three. If you don't start policing yourselves now, much more strict government-imposed restrictions are coming for business and individuals alike. Wow, what a threat. That seems to be a really interesting choice of words that he decided to use there. Which, keep in mind, he said this phrase just one day before announcing that they are monitoring us. And that seems scary to me, and it should be concerning for anyone who loves freedom. Keep in mind that in the state of Kentucky... They are currently putting ankle monitors on coronavirus patients who ignore self-isolation. Now look, that I agree with. If you have a person out in the world who has tested positive for this virus and who says, hey, I don't feel bad, it's okay for me to run to the store, no, I don't agree with that. Because this person is sick, we know they're sick, and we know that people who are sick can pass this on. 
if someone is not sick and has to run to the store so their 80-year-old grandparents don't starve, then the government needs to back the hell off. If they're saying that more of us are sick than what we really know, then they need to figure out what the hell's going on with the tests, start testing more of us, and letting us understand what the full picture is here. But they haven't started doing that yet, so they're going to have to deal with people being out, getting the items that they need. I understand folks are scared, but the life that we're all living is full of scary choices, and we make scary choices each and every day. For the government to say, we're getting ready to start clamping down on you, that's really scary. And I'll put it to you this way. There were a group of men that called themselves Americans at one point in our history that fought a war over the very principles and ideas that we are talking about here, trying to upkeep. Meanwhile, even the local yokel officials are trying to stomp all over those rights. And no, I'm not talking about picking up arms against elected officials or starting a war or anything crazy like that at this moment. I'm talking about just making the proper decision when you go to the ballot box to cast your next votes. Next clip. We are utilizing a website that is collecting anonymous data from your cell phones to see movement trending in Delaware County. The results are poor, in my opinion, and we have to do better. Hey, Jason Rogers. Nobody gives a damn about your opinion. How about that? How about you get back to taking people to the ambulance when they need it and driving people to the hospital and keeping people alive? All things which I believe that you're good at. And I believe that you're probably a good person. And I believe that you probably care about the citizens that you work for, that you work for. I believe that you are good at your job as an EMS employee. I know that you know a lot about hazmat, and I believe that your heart is in the right place. But I believe that the power that the cowboy kids, which are two county commissioners, two of three county commissioners, Shannon Henry and James King, I call them the cowboy kids, you all, the three of you, Jason Rogers and the two Cowboy Kid commissioners, seem to be a little drunk on power, and it's not something that's just started during this crisis. It's something that we have been leading up to, and that's why I very much believe that these two commissioners, James King and Shannon Henry, should not be reelected. The citizens of Delaware County must see what has been going on here. You have James King, who's only concerned about his legacy, which he believes is the Delaware County Jail, which they didn't give citizens the proper input to have on that, and they just did it while folks were concerned what was happening with the corrupt Muncie government. Delaware County kind of slid around the back end and did what they wanted to do, because that's what was King's focus, and he needed Shannon Henry's help, so he was like, hey, help me with this, and I'll do what you want. Well, Shannon Henry's focus was EMS and making sure that Delaware County had the power and were the people who were in charge. And when the whole Muncie City fire deal started, Shannon about had a coronary, and he needed King's help with that, so they were able to help each other out. And with the commissioners, two votes is a majority, so with... 
Sherry Riggin kind of in La La Land. You have the cowboy kids kind of running the show and doing what they want. And so that gave them a big head. It gave their friends big heads. Jason Rogers, the EMS director, EMA director, Paul Singleton, the 911 dispatch director. And from there, they just became power hungry and they have a group of people who work for them that have to feel the way they feel and have to have the same opinions that they have because they're online pushing those opinions. And that's fine if that's the way they say they feel. I have heard from people privately that say differently than all of that, but that's fine. We, we won't out any here. We'll let everybody continue to tell me that Wayne Schlegel was a old EMS guy from way back and, and we got Bobby Cox being the mouthpiece of Delaware County EMS. We can let all of that happen and that's perfectly fine. People have a right to their opinion because we live in America. Also because we live in America, the county level EMS director doesn't have a right to view your comings and goings and your cell phone data without, you know, a warrant or you're okay. And I know I sure as hell didn't give him permission to look at what I was doing, when I was doing it, where I was doing it at. I know that him being an appointed official by two of the three commissioners, all three of them agreed, I'm sure, but the two really cared the most. I'm not really sure that that's in his duty, you know? I'll call you if I need to ride into the ambulance, or I'll call you if I know of a volunteer fire department that needs personal protective equipment. But I don't know that you should be looking at any data of mine or anyone else's. Now, on the flip side of this, I'll be honest, I don't think that he's monitoring it. I would be interested, and we'll have to get this information from the commissioners. I want to know, are the commissioners okay with what he said? Are the county councilors okay with what he said? I want to know, is the city of Muncie okay with what Jason Rogers has said here? Are they okay with these people spying on their data as well? I want to know who's okay with this and who's not okay with this because the people who are okay with this all need to be elected out of office. We need to go to the ballot box and we need to make sure that we elect these people back to the private sector because even in the crisis that we are in, by God, we are still in America. And Jason Rogers trying to act like a badass is going to get his friends unelected. I'll be honest, I don't think that he's looking at this material. The fact that he feels he needs to power trip and stroke his own ego by saying that the, the basically what I believe is happening is the state or the federal government is giving him this information. And he's then turning around and saying that he's looking at it. If he truly is looking at it, that's a problem. If the federal government or the state government's looking at it, that's a problem. Now, I know the people out there defending him are going to say, well, they've been tracking you for a long time. That's not the, the response that makes this okay. So you go back to being the bootlicker that you are. Leave us Americans alone. And then, just in case all of that doesn't rile your feathers enough, a little bit of fear-mongering 
Here at the very end, last clip. In the last 48 hours, we have ordered more than 200 body bags and are resourcing refrigeration units as overflow morgues right here in Muncie, Delaware County. For real? Really? Seriously? Honestly? So one of two things is happening. Either the numbers being told to us are lies because currently we have one death from this. Do I think we'll have more? Sure, I believe that with all of my heart. Do I believe that we will have 200 deaths in Delaware County? I certainly do not. Why do we have 200 body bags? Why can the morgue not hold that one unfortunate victim to this? Or say we have five, or say we have 10. Say 20 people die from this, unfortunately. They're not all going to die at the same time. They're not all dying the same day. They'll go to the morgue. Then I'm sure they will go to a funeral home. What if they're not in the hospital and they die? Well, then they'll go straight to the funeral home. I don't understand what he's doing here. Currently, as of this recording, while I'm making this recording, we have a total global number of confirmed cases, just over 1 million cases, with unfortunately 64,774 deaths. In the United States of America, we have a total confirmed cases reporting at 321,146, with the death toll being at 8,499. That's all horrible to hear. It's sad. But just looking at the numbers, it's still really low. Honestly, there are 327 million people in America. You understand what I'm saying? 327 million people in America. There are 7 million people in the state of Indiana. In Indiana, we have 3,953 total positive cases with 116 deaths. Those 116 deaths are horrible. I am sad for each one of those people, for each one of the family members, for everyone that person has touched and and the hole that will leave. And it's tragic. It's very tragic. But is Delaware County going to be responsible for giving the, the body bags out to all of those counties and the areas that have lost those folks? Because we've ordered 200 body bags. We don't even have 200 deaths in the state of Indiana. We have one death in Delaware County. There's one death in Randolph County. There's zero in Wayne. There is zero in Henry. There are nine deaths in Madison County. Are we going to give Madison County some of our body bags? Why do we need 200? Why do we need refrigerated trucks? Well, I'll tell you, because that's fear-mongering. That's what people are seeing in New York. That's what people are seeing in Indianapolis. Will it get bad here as we reach the peak and during the peak? I'm sure it will. Unfortunately, because people will catch this and people will get sick and unfortunately people will die. And that's where our thoughts and our prayers need to be and that's where the action needs to be. That's what we need to be focusing on. 
rather than causing a panic. They don't want people to panic. And then he comes on here, this idiot, saying that they've got 200 body bags and they're trying to outsource refrigerated trucks. Are you kidding me? I would be interested to know how many body bags Delaware County had before dear leader Jason Rogers had to go and order 200. Are they expecting 200 deaths in Delaware County? I did the math the other day. And if we are expecting the total amount of deaths at the highest number that the United States government has given us, 250,000 deaths, which breaking that down, statistically speaking, is 54 deaths a county for the state of Indiana. So why did he buy 200 body bags? Did he buy 200 body bags? I want to see the numbers of body bags that Delaware County had prior to that purchase, and I want to see a receipt for 200 body bags. And I want to see where they've been taking bids or getting information on refrigerated trucks, because I'll be honest, I don't buy it. Either that or they've been lying about the numbers, and either one of those situations is a problem. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are heading to a really quick break, but when we return, we will be talking more about the intrusion and overreach that all of this is and has been, and why it's important even during a crisis to stand up and fight for our rights. You're listening to Perception is Reality. I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey, and we'll be right back. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick and stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. You better watch out. You better not drive. You better not get out. I'm telling you why. Jason Rogers is monitoring you through town. He's making a list, checking it twice, going to find who don't care about the rights. Jason Rogers is monitoring you through town. Everybody sing along if you know the words. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows if you're awake. He knows if you've been to the store, so don't be there for goodness sake. Oh! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this 91st episode of Perception is Reality. I am your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. That there was the song, Jason Rogers Knows When You're Sleeping. I changed the words there. See how I did that? So, we're talking today about the... I want to call it a revelation that was dropped on the citizens of Delaware County, East Central Indiana, just Friday, the 3rd of April. I was kind of hoping it was an April Fool's Day joke, just a couple days late. Listen, it's no surprise to me that people are saying, oh, companies have been monitoring us forever. I have a cell phone. I'm aware how that works. I know 
what goes on with applications. So I do my very level best to not have applications on my phone. I know a whole bunch of you out there play games on your phone. I don't play games on my phone. I have my phone right here in my hand, and I have on this smartphone, it is a Samsung Galaxy 10 or 11. I don't know, whichever the newest Galaxy is. And I don't have pages and pages and pages on here. I have one page of apps on my phone, and it's just a half page. The top has the clock and the weather. I then have my Google bar there where I can search the internet. And from there, I have five applications and four small folders with a very few amount of apps in those folders, such as my camera and my gallery and my calculator and calendar and the alarm application. And I have a maps application on my phone, but I keep it all off so I can't be tracked. And it's not like I'm doing anything wrong. It's not like I think the CIA or the FBI is out here to get me. It's mostly so that hackers can't get that information and get that stuff. It's not because I think the government's necessarily doing anything wrong against me, although they very well could. It's no longer crazy to think that something like this could happen. We are past the point where it's a conspiracy theory to say, oh, the government can track you or the government might track you. He said it in a YouTube update on Friday nonchalantly like it was no big deal. And yes, I have a Facebook app on my phone, and I understand what goes on with Facebook. That doesn't mean I'm happy with what they do with that. Or people will say, haven't you ever been having a conversation about something? And then that pops up in your Google search bar or on Facebook. Yeah, I've had that happen. I'm not happy about it. It's not like, well, that happens, so okay, the government can go ahead and track me. Also, keep in mind, if I download an application, or if you download an application that you want to use Pinterest or some kind of game for your kids to play, and you choose to accept the tracking that they do, or you choose to hit the button that allows them to monitor you or monitor what's going on for advertisement or for data or whatever, keep in mind, I don't think that that's right, and I don't like it, and I don't do that, but if that's something that I choose to do or that you choose to do, that's something that we have chosen. That nowhere in there says that I'm okay with the government doing it beyond my knowledge or my control of this, that's a separate deal. If I choose something that I want to be a part of to allow that company to track what's going on with my usage or where whatever's happening, what's going on, that's one thing. For the government or for another company to then say, well, we're going to use that data to then track you, that's completely different. Because what Jason or the government or whoever's actually doing it is doing is doing it without my consent, without your consent. That's like saying, well, I gave consent to someone else to have sexual relations, so that means anybody can come up here and just take it. I said, it does not work that way. And now we have Jason Rogers beating his chest, telling us 
that he's monitoring us, which I really, again, don't think that he is. I think that a higher level is, and they're giving him the information, and this is just another mind game that he's playing to make himself look big, but here he's beating his chest like he's King Kong, and what I have to say to that is, what happens when somebody hacks the information that this idiot has, and then the Russians have our information because Jason or whoever else was collecting it. Folks, I'm not talking about anything crazy here. This is not a conspiracy theory. There are hackers out there that take advantage of situations just like the one we are currently in. And I'm sorry, but I don't believe that Jason Rogers is some brain trust that can keep this information out of the wrong people's hands. I personally think that my information in Jason Rogers' hands is the wrong person to have that information. And now I get it. Everybody's different. Not everybody might feel that way. Everybody has their own line that they have to say, all right, everything on this side of the line, I'm all right with. If you do it as the government or whoever, I'm okay. If you step over that line, I'm no longer cool. And for me, this is one of those issues. And Jason running around beating his chest and attempting to try to fearmonger people into submission, that's not all right. When I'm not even really sure, he's doing this. I think this is just him trying to act like he's more powerful or more important than he really is. And I get it. I get his friends and his family and his co-workers are going to come out and defend him just like everybody else in the political sphere this is just politics, folks. I'm not talking about Jason as a person. Jason's a fine enough person. I believe he cares about what he does. I believe he's good at his job. He's a piss-poor leader, in my opinion. Had he been a better leader, the county wouldn't have lost what they lost with EMS. They could have made something work with the city. But it was an all-or-nothing game. And that's just not how that works. So, he screwed up. And he lost that. He has to bear that burden. But I don't care that everyone's telling me how good a person he is. I've known Jason Rogers for a long time. I know he's a good person. I just think he's a terrible leader. People don't like that I say that. Everybody likes the bullshit till the bullshit's theirs. Well, in this specific instance, I'm calling bullshit, Mr. Rogers. Okay, so getting back to the overreach... Looking at the founding documents of this amazing country, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution of the United States of America, I understand that these documents were not written during a pandemic. And I know that there will be people who will say, this is out of control, we are in uncharted waters, that there are exigent circumstances here. And I have to say, but slow your roll. They wrote these documents to protect the citizens of this great land, not when everything's going smoothly, but when things are going crazy, when the shit has hit the fan. We don't need to protect the First Amendment, and we don't need to stick up for freedom of speech when everything is nice and lovely and everybody is happy about what's being said. You have to stand up for the First Amendment when people don't like what's being said, when it's hate speech that you're hearing. 
We don't have to stand up for the Second Amendment right when everybody says, yeah, I love guns. We have to stand up for the Second Amendment right when folks say, yeah, well, people are getting sick, so you can't buy or sell guns right now. You see how quickly everybody's just okay with things? For two weeks, you haven't been able to buy guns in most states in our union. I hope you have the guns and ammunition that you need. Yeah, I think I think Rule King might be open. You might be able to buy some guns there. But most gun stores are not open. In some areas in the United States, they have stopped issuing gun permits. Okay, you know what you do? You go buy a gun and you do what you've got to do. And then you fight that battle later on because you would win. Now, I'm not an attorney. Consult your own attorney. And again, that comes back to everybody having their own line where they decide what to do and what not to do. And I can just tell you that the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the Declaration of Independence is what rules me, that and my God. Not some men that were elected and appointed some other men, because those men can all be out of a job come the next election. And we need to keep that in mind. Listen to this. Governments are instituted among men to protect those rights that I was just speaking of. Listen to that again. Governments are instituted among men to protect those rights. Now, you out there might be saying, oh, that's just Bilberry spouting, spouting off. I didn't make that phrase up. That phrase came from the Declaration of Independence. And I would not say that I or you know better than those men who wrote those words. Governments are, were, or supposed to be instituted among men to protect our rights. And sure, if someone is ill, if somebody is sick, if they have been tested and they are positive for this disease, or they are presumptive positive, and they are not paying attention to what is currently happening, and they're going out and they are trying to infect others, or they just don't care, and through their actions they could be affecting others, I understand Actions have to be taken. They have to be locked up at home. They have to possibly be charged, locked up in jail because they are being dangerous. At that point, it would be like those people having a loaded gun and just walking into a crowd and firing. But if you or I have been staying at home, monitoring ourselves, if we've been taking our temperature twice or more a day, if we've been social distancing and we have to run to the store. Well, that store should be open. And I should be able to go in there. You have to be in charge of your safety. If you don't want me to get you sick, you stay home. I don't want to get you sick. And so I'm going to do every level thing that I can do to stay away from you. I'm not going to touch you. I'm not going to hug you. I'm not going to come close to you. I'm going to stay 6 feet, 10 feet, 15 feet away from you. But if you're afraid that there are people out there that aren't paying attention, then you stay home. You want them to lock everything down. 
Well, if they lock everything down, that would force you to stay home. So if you want everyone to be forced to stay home, then you stay home. Why do you care if I'm out? If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, then you won't get sick if someone's out and about and sick. All right, you understand? If you try to limit freedom for safety, you will not have freedom or safety. So like, for example, on monitoring our cell phones, how do they not know that I am not on my way to a doctor's appointment? Or how do they not know that I'm not an attorney going in to meet with a client who was just arrested for murder last night, you know? Those people who are being arrested, I know they are far and few between because of all of this, but there are still people being arrested and they still have constitutional rights to counsel. So how do they know when and where and who to stop monitoring? How do they know what's essential and not essential? And here's the deal. I agree. I agree with what everyone is saying, that the cell phone companies and these applications that are on our phones that make us all turn on the location button and do all of that before they will work, they are the ones that should be getting most of our anger. And I agree. I agree. I agree that we should be mad at them. I agree that we should be mad at the federal government. I agree that we should be mad at the state government. But that doesn't mean the county government, that Jason Rogers or an EMA director from some other county gets a pass. They should all be in the hot seat with this. They should all be in the hot seat. It's one of those things, you know, you're going to jump off a bridge just because Jimmy jumps off a bridge? I don't think so. And so, you know, that's where the conundrum here is. And folks, listen to me. I have no personal grudge against Jason Rogers. I have been at odds with the policies and the politics of Mr. Rogers and the Cowboy Kids, Commissioners James King and Commissioner Shannon Henry, for quite some time. And I'm starting to look at what the county has been doing over the last couple of years while no one's been paying attention. Now, this coronavirus hit and hampered me a little bit, but right to the buildup leading up to this coronavirus, I was getting a lot of blowback and a lot of pressure to not be examining what the commissioners have been doing for the last three years, to not look into what's been going on on the county level over the last couple months and years. I was getting a lot of blowback. If this coronavirus had not happened, I would be examining what's been going on with the jail, looking at contracts, looking at votes, looking at meetings. I would be looking at what was going on with EMS, what was going on with 911, what was going on where the county has been left to their own devices because everybody's been paying attention to what's going on with corrupt Muncie. And so it's something that I have been and I will continue looking at specifically even more so when this situation lessens and we can all get back to daily normal living. And so as we start to wind down the show, I also want to bring this thought up. Yeah, 
I agree with everybody who is blasting me about my thoughts on Jason Rogers with this. First, I want to say one last time, this is not the only issue I have with Jason Rogers. I also have the issue with how he lost Delaware County any working relationship with the city of Muncie over EMS. I have a major problem with that. He took a bad situation and made it worse because of his inability to be a leader, to be someone who could deal with plan B, plan C, plan D, because you're not always going to get plan A that you want. All right, that's just not going to happen. You had a good run, now something else has happened, and you need to figure out a way to build past that. He couldn't do it. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with how they have twisted and manipulated the truth on certain aspects. I've got a problem with that. And then I have a problem with various aspects of how this crisis has been handled at the EMA level. I, I don't have a problem with him being an EMS personnel. I think he is a good person for EMS. That doesn't mean he's a good leader. You can be a good police officer and not be a good sergeant or not be a good chief of police. You can be a good basketball player and not be a good coach. So let's pretend like I'm on the side of the people who are bashing me for speaking out against Jason Rogers and the Cowboy Kid Commissioners, okay? Let's say, yeah, Jason's just doing what everybody else is doing and there's others to blame, all right? Then I blame the Cowboy Kid Commissioners. And I want to know from these three commissioners, mostly the two of them, because like I said, Commissioner Riggins kind of out in left field, or has been for a while. It's mostly been King and Henry running the show. But I want to ask the three of them, because they're all quote-unquote Republicans, supposed to be conservatives. Are they okay with this monitoring? Are they okay with what Jason Rogers said? They probably are, because they've backed everything else he's done so far. But I want to know. And if you've noticed, Jason Rogers has had elected officials from the city of Muncie and Delaware County governments in a couple of his most recent videos. And I want to know, are they all okay with the monitoring that he's talking about doing? Are they all okay with that? Because I would think that appearing in his videos where he's doing the fear-mongering and he's talking about this overreach, if they're appearing in those videos, then they must be okay with it because he even says, let's hear from these elected officials who stand in line with us. So is he speaking for them on that fact? I'd like to know that. That's interesting. I'd like to hear from these people, Democrats and Republicans alike. They're both in there from the city of Muncie and Delaware County. I'm interested in this. It's very important for us to know because we're right. Let's not just blame Jason. Let's blame anybody who is a part of this overreach. Let's blame the folks from the state government. Let's blame the folks from the the federal government. Let's blame these companies. Don't use these applications. Let's blame all involved and let's make sure that this stops. But I'm very interested about our local officials, the county council people who are appearing in the videos, the county commissioners that are appearing in the videos, the city council folks that are appearing in these videos. Are they in line with 
Jason's statements like he told us that they were in those same videos. And just so you know, I have listed the links to three of those videos. They're the videos where I pulled the audio clips from. I have listed those links in the summary of this episode so you can click on them and you can hear Jason's words from start to finish with no editing so you know exactly what I played here was exactly what he intended for you to hear. And listen, don't take my word for it. Reach out and talk to an attorney. Reach out to an attorney that you know and ask them what they think about this. That attorney friend of yours that's on Facebook, ask them their opinions. Tell them you're not going to tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. But just ask them behind the scenes what they think. And look, this is controversial, I understand. And you might not like what I'm saying. But time will tell. And don't just tune out because of one thing. I've said multiple times, eventually I'll say something that you don't like. But you have to look at the body of work, the whole situation, not just one issue. And at the end of all of this, we'll have to see where all the chips fall. And the bottom line is, if you've listened to me for any length of time at all, you should realize that I don't say things that I haven't fully researched and I can't back up. Sometimes it just takes time to show that I was right. You're listening to Perception is Reality. We'll be right back. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this 91st episode of Perception is Reality. Here's the main thing. I want you to all be safe. I want our first responders to be safe, and that includes Jason Rogers and even the Cowboy Kid Commissioners. But politics is politics, and it must continue. Remember to share the show with everyone you know. We can be found on all major podcast hosting sites, as well as the home link of perception.fireside.fm, or simply search for Bilberry Podcast. Don't forget to check out the Perception gear, and until next time, stay active. Stay involved, stay safe, and God bless. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com or get off your butt and call the show at 765 546 9796. Till next time, remember, perception, perception is, is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.